honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. Hello, you're listening to episode 107 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. I'm Scarlett. I'm Matthew. And I am Ryan. Uh, we definitely uh, want to uh, encourage uh, feedback and you to participate in the program. Easy way to do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can find me on Instagram at Colonel Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. You can find us on Instagram at H-O-V Podcast. Uh, You can find my blog at InScarletStorm dot, excuse me, InScarletStorm dot WordPress dot com. And you can find me on Instagram at The Fuchsia Lady. And that's T-H-E-F-U-C-H-I-A-L-A-D-Y. You can also send us an email at hovpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 231-846-8420. And you can find me on Instagram at Matthew Scribbles. And welcome to Hell in a Handbasket Studio. Uh, yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> so, hey, it was off the list. <laughs> so, yep, yep, that, that is very true. So, yeah, some... Things have been happening over the past couple couple weeks since we uh, recorded our last episode. Uh, for for um, the my stepfather that I had in uh, junior high and high school has uh, pa- passed away, and so uh, I have I have him to uh, I have him to thank for a lot a lot of stuff. Nam- namely, uh, two things. One was my taste in music. Um, and I mean, he was the one that introduced me to cl- classic rock and the gr- Grateful Dead, and um, which which con- continues to be an active presence in in my in my life. And um, I had numerous a, a number of very positive, wonderful experiences just be just for you know just just for that. And also, I'm not sure that I would have the camera eye that I have as for having an eye for composition of a photo and stuff. Um, because he, he was a, uh, a photographer and he had with, uh, he had a, uh, in, in our basement, he designed a, designed and built a dark room, uh, or may have, developed like black black and white photos and he he kind of show, showed me how to do it from you know obviously taking the picture and all, all the way through to make making an actual print and he gave gave me the space and the and the freedom to kind of play play with stuff and you know find find out what 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 looks good what you know all that that kind of stuff and that and that definitely um, fed into other projects that I that I got into late later later on in life and so yeah it it was 
the um, so my my job search has kind of been put on put on pause for a bit while I while I kind of work work through this and have having uh, gone through the passing of my grandmother uh, la- last year um, I'm I'm re- I'm I'm starting to kind of get uh, get familiar with the process my brain goes through because I I know that by by not giving myself the time and space to grieve it it could cause a lot of other problems like the, I mean when when you lose someone that's close to you that was a very um very big part of your life i mean just grief is just a natural part of the of the process and it's going to express itself one way or one way or another whether you give it space to express itself or not it's it that's what it's going to do so um so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I'm you know just kind of working through that, and you know there's some depression in there as well that I'm that I'm kind of pro- processing. So, so yeah, Hell in a Handbasket Studios, everybody. Um, <laughs> what's been going on with you, Scarlett? Um, this has been a this has been an interesting week for me. Um, I uh, have been dealing with some. High anxiety, I guess you would say, and PTSD and some other stuff that uh, I don't like to deal with. But I, I know from experience that if you don't deal with it, it'll deal with you. So I kind of have allowed myself a couple of mental health days this week. Um, one thing that I found very helpful is on Instagram, I have joined a community uh, of people who have chronic illnesses, specifically fibromyalgia, but there's more to it than that. Um, Chronic illnesses of all types. And uh, just knowing that I'm not alone and it's okay to listen to my body. And it's not just my physical health, but my mental health as well. And uh, so I've, I've been taking care of myself. And then we had something at work that was a little distressing um our server blew up um it's very literally blew up uh it crashed i was not there when it happened so i don't actually know the details i do know that we're a very small company and if one server goes we have several we have uh, alternating servers Mm -hmm. parts and or compartments whatever Usually, if one goes down, we can just replace the other one, you know, replace it and life goes on. But evidently, it set off a chain reaction. One went out, they all went out and um, crashed our server pretty good. Um, it's going to cost, it's going to cost my boss quite a bit of money to get the new parts, rebuild it, and reprogramming it is going to really take some reconfiguring, all of that good stuff, and then reprogramming is going to... We're we're basically... We've been told no one's losing their job, but basically we're going to be down for... We're basically closed until further notice. We're dead in the water. And um, 
So he, my boss was very frank with us. He was like, if you've got other job opportunities that you would like to pursue, I will support you in that. I'll give you a good reference. Um, and we were, we're a very small family, you know, we're, we're a very small company. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of look out for each other and I can tell you, we all have an exit strategy and have for a while. The only reason why we stay is because we have, there's something to be said for company loyalty, A. B, we have a lot of respect for our boss. Um, it is very much family oriented. Um, his, his parents will come to visit and we call them mom and dad. I mean, it's just that kind of an environment. So it's very difficult um, to have this happen because we all, we can't be without, we can't be without an income for an indefinite period of time. Right. Um, I already have, I've been looking for another job for personal reasons that have nothing to do with any negative feelings towards my employer at all. Um, but it's just, I think you get to the point where, you know, when you're, when your time is up and it's time for me to go do something else. And I do have an interview next week. So we'll see, we'll see how it all works out. Um, I'm not really concerned because been here, I will survive. Um, it'll be all right, but I've had to deal with a lot of anxiety this week. And that's sort of where I'm at. That's sort of what I'm dealing with. What about you, Matthew? Well, shortly after our last episode wrapped, uh, I came down with a uh, pretty severe cold and it put me out of commission for over a week. Yikes. Uh, So that's why I sound... Uh, maybe a little bit, maybe half step off off today. Uh, the good news is the uh, the worst of years uh, to be uh, behind me, so I should be on the upswing to uh, be back to one hundred percent here before long. Uh, I don't believe it was the flu, but it was a pretty nasty nasty cold. So. I guess uh, six in one hand, half dozen in the other. That I missed out on this uh, this uh, very uh, uh, nasty flu strain that's uh, gripping the the country right now. On the other hand, my consolation prize was so very nasty gold. So did I come out ahead? <laughs> uh, that's up for debate. As someone who had the flu. You probably dodged a bullet. Um, Wait a minute. When did you have the flu? <laughs> I had the flu, what, about a month ago? Two months ago? A month and a half ago? Give or take, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess I can cross you off the list. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me patient zero. They all do at work. They, they blame it on me, but I stayed home when I got sick. I was not stupid and went to work and spread it to everybody like certain people... You know who you are. Um, but I actually, back in October, I got a really nasty cold, and I got bronchitis, and I got walking pneumonia. Um, triple threat. Yeah, that was So bad. I feel your pain right now. That was in October? 
That was an October. Okay. So you're all right. I didn't I'm give it to the, you. I'm in the clear then. <laughs> <laughs> this time. <laughs> uh, no. I, I'm smart. I stay away from people when I'm sick. But, uh, but anyway, that has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't get sick very often, and I certainly don't get uh, pretty uh, severe colds like that. So this was... Uh, this was a bit of an unusual struggle since uh, it doesn't come around very often for me. But I'm, well, like I said, I'm out of, uh, you know, out of the worst of it. So I should be back to 100% before long. Uh, some, uh, some milestones are coming up here uh, this week. I will, uh, by the time that this, pro- uh, this podcast uh, is available for everybody to consume, I will have... Uh, I will have coughed in everybody's ears. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. <laughs> we know how to edit. It's called editing. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we want to do is make our ear listeners' eardrums bleed. Well, we're still on then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, by the time that <laughs> this podcast uh, is available for download, Sam's coughing, uh... I will have uh, reached my 300th Instagram post on Matthew Scribbles. So, uh, Yay. hooray, legit LaPaz. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that's a pretty significant milestone uh, for me. I'm, I'm, I'm off of my... Uh, my post a day pace that I hoped I would be on when I first started, but 300 is, you know, 300 in under two years is that's still pretty good. Uh, I've been fairly consistent with writing every day since uh, the, the since the holidays uh, came and went. So I'm pretty proud of myself for still being consistent. I did uh, start the uh, uh, year two, uh, 2018 with uh, crossing the 100 follower mark. So that was a nice milestone to also uh finally reach and succeed over so uh persistence pays off i i think is the the, <laughs> the lesson here so uh, i'd like to i'd like to uh, say thank you to everybody who's uh been following me along the journey and been supportive and i appreciate you being here and hopefully there's going to be some uh, more great things that i have in store for you on matthew scribbles and a few other surprises coming up uh, later in the spring maybe possibly <laughs> maybe <laughs> so so um, it should be uh, it should be good so hopefully 300 and beyond and with a couple of other things uh, that are uh, on the calendar for the week hopefully i'll have some good news to report for episode 108 but we will we'll see how things go this week. So stay tuned. And I do want to, uh, before we go any further, I do want to give a shout out to someone that uh, helped helped me. Um, it's, I'm talking about. Uh, well, uh, I'll give a little backstory here. So we are. I've been looking into cha- changing our process. There's a little peek behind the curtain. Um, I've been looking to uh, streamline some processes um, going on here, uh, namely, I mean, as far as editing and whatnot. Um, 
So I uh, start. Uh, current, uh, we were using Audacity, and now, and we're now using Ardour, which is a bit of a heftier <laughs> program. Uh, it, it's more Audacity is just a simple uh, sound recorder, whereas Ardour is a digital audio workstation. So you cut you. Address it more like you're working, actually working in a music studio as far as how you interact with it and everything. And so I, I found a, uh, a set of tutorials that, uh, on, on or our door from a podcasting perspective. Now, if you go on YouTube and search our door tutorial and Vast, vast majority of them. I would say ninety nine point nine nine nine. You know, pretty much, <laughs> um, pretty much most of them um, are having to do with music. Now, um, I I play I I I played in marching band in high school, but that's about the but you know that I I I'm not a music person. <laughs> um, I was barely playing music when I was in marching band, actually, some would say. <laughs> so, um, in, in, uh, in a group of a hundred music players, I was in the top 99. <laughs> Just barely. Well, you made the cut. <laughs> so I, 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 I have no interest on, on using this to create, to make music. And, so th- there was this one one set for that actually uh, from a podcasting perspective. I'm like, oh, okay, now I can you know I can work with this, and I was I was having problems um, with the with with stuff, and so I reached out to this guy that ma- that made the tutorials, and over over the course over the course of a weekend, he you know we emailed back back and forth. He's like, hey, you know, check out these settings. By the way, you're doing this, and you know this is causing that, and all, uh, and we just went went back and forth over over the weekend, and so, and obviously, I mean, if you obviously if you're lit, I mean. Obviously, it worked. <laughs> so um, I just I just want to uh, kind of pimp his stuff just as a way of kind of paying back. So I will put a link to his blog as well as uh, the po- podcast. Um, the di- uh, oh, geez, that's all the way over. Um, Atheist Nomads uh, podcast. So um, I will put a link to both of those in the show notes. So um, I just um, I he's probably tired of me saying thank thank you so many times in the emails. <laughs> so, but I just um, if and actually I've you know read read through his uh, his his blog and you know he's very much in, he and I actually share a number of similar interests and also the I noticed the tone of the the what the way that the atheist nomad podcast f- flows is very act- is actually pretty similar to ours. So you may so if you're listening to this, uh, give 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 them a lesson and let let them know where you where uh, <laughs> let let them know where where you uh, heard 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 about it from. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so okay. So now now uh, I'll 
plug, plugging aside. Um, Scarlet uh, sent me a uh, news story about a uh, politically in- incorrect uh, sign at uh, Dairy Queen. So uh, you want to talk about that? I'll pull it up. Basically, um, this was in, I want to say Wisconsin. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not even going to try to say that town. Um, it's Kewaskum. Anyway, whatever. Um, this guy put up this hmm. notice, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, notice, this restaurant is politically incorrect. We have been known to say Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Happy Easter, God Bless America. I can't read that. Um, <laughs> uh, we salute the and honor the flag. God, thanks. Give thanks to our Give thanks troops. to our troops. Let me, wow, let me my see eyes if are I can. It's in red. It's yeah, red it's, on white, and it's yeah. hard to oh, read. Oh yeah. So. Okay. Um, so I, ju- I just zoomed in, so maybe that'll help. <laughs> I don't give know. thanks to our troops, firefighters, and police officers. Give thanks for the USA and give free Sundays to veterans on Veterans Day. If this offends you, you are welcome to contact the owner at this following email address and arrange a designated quote-unquote snowflake safe space a minimum 24 hours in advance. And God we trust, Kawaskum DQ. So this has been getting a lot of attention because... Um, some people are actually offended by this when his whole thing was to avoid offending anybody. I actually read the article that, or one of a article that was attached to it. And he basically, cause there were several of them. And he basically said, I was trying to avoid anybody being offended because they come in the door. They know where I stand. If they don't like it, they can always go eat somewhere else. They don't have to give me their business. Some people are upset because they feel like that he's alienating 50% of his customer base. His argument is, no, I'm not, because if they don't eat here, they're not my customer base, are they? (laughs) So therefore, I'm not alienating anybody, and plus the fact it's my business. Uh, Technically, he's a franchisee, but... Well, I mean, but he's he's saying I'm the one who takes the hit, though, financially. Fair enough. Fair so enough. So that's yeah. kind of what he—that's kind of what he was making reference to. So I just have to say, you know, good for him. And he has no—he says he has no plans to take it down. Even though I find it interesting that the um, Dairy Queen Corporation is being really ambivalent. They're saying we don't condone. The sign, the the sign, but we also we can't make him take it down. So they might as well not even say anything, because they're so wishy washy. Um, in my opinion, my not so humble opinion. But uh, so anyway, that's that. That was just something that was an interesting piece of news to me. I'm just pulling up the article just so I can actually see what what they're. And there were several. There were several articles. Several. Um, I won't say mainstream because th- there were several independent news organizations that actually covered this. 
Um, I believe where I read my information was on NPR, but I couldn't swear to that. Uh. No, it was on, excuse me, it was in Google. It was in Google News. So uh, just pulling up the article that I read, which is coming from like a a local state, or this is the statement that they, uh, that the, um, the, corporation gave to the local CBS affiliate does not encourage our our independently owned and operated franchisees to post not non-business related messages in in their locations or or the ex- external reader boards the sign expresses the views of this image only and does not speak for ADQ corporation or any of its independent franchise so yeah so they're pretty pretty much saying yep yeah, we're not liable I'm just reading some uh, Google reviews on on this particular establishment, and for the most part, a lot of the reviews are fairly positive regarding the sign. Uh, for example, um, uh, here's a review that was posted uh, four months ago. I won't say the name. I just wanted to come here and and leave a review to say I fully support your sign and are with you. Stand for what you believe in and do not listen to those who are misled. <laughs> Take that for whatever, yeah. whatever that may mean. And of course, there's uh, there's other reviews on Google that are uh, very very supportive and uh, are uh, fairly positive regarding uh, the uh, the signage here for for the Dairy Queen establishment. I just wanted to do a quick check on Google to see if there were any other Dairy Queens uh-huh. in this town, and it looks like this is the only one. Interesting. So. If you really want your, uh, if you really want your uh, your dilly bar, or your whatever favorite Dairy Queen product is, uh, that's the only game in town. Well, I mean, so this, so we're looking at small town Wisconsin, which is the it Midwest. It is a small town, yeah. A small town in Wisconsin, which is the Midwest. So I doubt you're going to find very many people that take offense to that sign. <laughs> but to, but there are some I, in the article that I read. There were some that were oh yeah offended by it. But you know there are always going to be people who are offended by anything. Oh yeah. So you just I'm I'm just glad that he put it out there, even though it's not ex- you know whether it was popular or not. That's not the point. Right. But speaking as someone who is who is uh, native to Minnesota. I mean, in the sign is very much Midwestern, you know, kind of viewpoint or whatever. Very that it's very it's very Midwestern. So, um, so that that's why I'm saying it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that you know <laughs> that most of the people don't you know take offense to that because it's like, yeah, I do that too. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there there was one that I. Um, something that I wanted to bring up. I recently kind of started look, looking into RT. Um, I think it's short for Rush, Russian Television. Um, and they, they, they also have uh, RT America, like BBC. <laughs> and so I, I was look, looking on the uh, Roku channel and, um, and I saw this show, uh, World According to Jesse. And I'm like, okay, well, let's all 
check it out. You know, <laughs> if if you know, I can I can always stop it and watch something else. And it's Jesse Ventura. And everybody, everybody in this room, and everybody lis- listening, and I'm sure knows that Jesse Ventura has an opinion. <laughs> and we're, we're talking former, uh, former For, governor, yes, Jesse former Ventura. Minnesota governor, or Jesse the Body Ventura, if you want to go back even farther. Okay. <laughs> or you have, or I don't have time to bleed. <laughs> in in Predator, <laughs> so he was also in The Running Man. Incidentally, very true, very true. So, um, he he definitely has his own opinion, has his own opinion, and he's not afraid of sharing said opinion. And from what, uh, so what they they do one show every week, and they deep dive into a topic. And um, from what I, I've list, I've watched uh, two, I, I've watched two uh, ep- episodes. And from what I could could tell, they didn't have a leash on him as far as content. Like he was, I mean, with within the within the constructs of have of having to keep it to an hour, <laughs> within within time constructs or time constraints, um, they he was given free, pretty much free reign to talk 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 about you know how he felt about a certain certain topic. And so I, I just want to give RT America, RT and in specifically RT America props for giving this guy a sh- uh, his own show. Because, I mean, uh, there, there are some, some things that he said that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, in gen, in general, I do, he and I do see eye to eye on many things. But I know that what he says to, that a lot of people don't agree with with what with what he says and i'm just glad that he is given he's given a platform well and we were talking earlier and i think that i believe that everybody should have a voice whether you agree with it or not unless of course you're spitting out obvious hate obvious there are obvious exceptions to that um but I think as a general rule, it's it's what makes America America mm-hmm. is that everybody should have that voice. That's my opinion. As you both look at the author. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is something to be said about being able to have that voice and express your opinions. And that's uh, definitely a, a, a defining pillar of what our well, at least what American society is built upon, there's also a responsibility to use that voice and use it for hopefully the greater good. Mm-hmm. At least constructively. What, whatever that may mean for everybody. Uh, just because there's something that you strongly believe in, say, for example, going back to the Dairy Queen thing, saying uh, Merry Christmas or you know, God bless America or whatever, that's all well and good and that's fine. Uh, that is the franchisee owners, certainly there is right to do that. Would it be something that I would do if I were a franchisee of a Dairy Queen? No, because I'm there to sell food (laughs) (laughs) and I would keep my politics out of my business because all money is all spends the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of what, what side you find yourself on a dollar is still a dollar. Yep. (laughs) 
So, yeah, I just wanted to take a little time and, I mean, and, you know, I'd say give, give it a watch, you know, and so, um, yeah. So, (laughs) anyway. And also, um, also, uh, there's been some news, um, as far as Korea with the, uh, Olympic hockey team as well. The women's hockey team. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's something to be... It's not. It's the Olympic... Women's Olympic hockey team for Korea. Oh, well, well you're, anyway. Well, you're, you're the one. Basically, <laughs> um, it's uh, North... And s- it's North Korea is joining forces with South Korea to have one Korean Olympic... Team. <laughs> well, I don't want to just say it's hockey because it's more than just hockey. Um, it's all, it's just the Winter Olympics. It's, it's for them to have a presence and they're trying to have a unified presence rather than North Korea, South Korea. It's just Korea. And I think that there's something to be said. The, the article that you have up is from 2015. Um, there, are newer, oh, okay. there are newer information out there. Um, not that that's not a valid article. I'm just saying that I have not read that article because uh, it, that's not it's the one three I read. years old now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, one thing I, I heard it on NPR. That's where I get a lot of my news from NPR. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And, uh, they were talking about how some of the athletes were feeling like that they didn't have, that they weren't given they weren't given um, their opinion was not sought. Uh, if that makes sense. No this 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 was uh, January fifteenth of two thousand eighteen. Oh okay okay. Well, you had another one that was later than that or earlier than that. Don't look at me like that. Anyway, it's the I'm, same article I, I had up earlier. Anyway, <laughs> um, the whole point is is that some of them there was a concern that the athletes were not. Their input wasn't really requested. Um, But uh, the athletes themselves, most of them are being very positive about it. Um, But the first team to actually... um, What am I trying to say? Actually implement this is the women's Olympic team. Okay. Well, this article is dated in January of this year. And it's, if I'm not mistaken, it said that it required IOC approval. For right. it to even happen, the opening ceremonies are here within days, and I don't think there's been any updates on this as to whether there's this is actually going to happen. Uh, the last time I heard, I heard on, on NPR, which was just this last week, they actually said it was going to happen. And not only the women's hockey team, there were other winter sports as well. Now you mean track and field's not involved? Winter, winter, Olympics. <laughs> winter, <laughs> cold ass. <laughs> but I don't, you know, um, that's that's was my understanding. Okay, I could be wrong, but the what I just heard was probably late last week, maybe. So, or early, I guess it was the week before last, um, or early this week. 
So that's that's when that was the update. Um, like I said, I may be mm-hmm. I may be off the mark there, but a lot of times when I'm listening to NPR, I'm driving. And Fair you talk enough. about Fair distracted enough. distracted driving, it's distracted listening. So sometimes I don't catch everything. I gotcha. Well, I think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, as for because tensions between, you know, the two countries have, you know, it's, well, Korean War was back in the 50s. <laughs> so we're looking at a good, six, you know, 65 year, years here. And, um, and yeah, North Korea's history and for, foreign relations isn't exactly stellar. <laughs> so I think, I think, you know, finding ways to, for for the two countries to work to work together even in small benign ways like this i think is a step in the right direction and they haven't had um they haven't had the unified team Mm-mm. in over 50 years so i think it is it's, it it shows that you can put your politics aside you can put your, you know, and join for the common good. And I just think that we could actually learn. I think we could learn from it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's women's hockey, hey, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something to be said about uh, being able to put aside differences to find some commonalities. Whether it is going to be a sustained effort going right. forward remains to be seen. Uh, unfortunately, Olympic—I don't want to call it—I don't want to minimize this and call it hoopla, but there's something is, to be said for that. Though. Yeah, it, it's a good for—it's a good gesture. It's a very—it's a very good gesture. And if something more comes of it, where other commonalities between both nation states uh, are realized then it's hopefully for the best and leave it leave it to the uh, leave it to hockey players to uh, blaze the way forward and i think it's for me i think it's significant that it's women players and i don't mm-hmm. think that it really i don't think it really matters what sport it is or you know, I don't think that that, I think that's secondary to just coming together. Right. But as a woman, I got to say, I'm pretty damn proud about it. And, and last, um, there is a bit about the, um, you, well, you, uh, uh, brought, brought up, um, a lot of like, uh, tributes for women, um, people said at the Grammys. Now I did not, I don't think any of us watched the Grammys. Am no, I correct. Okay. No. So this is this is this is the aftermath, I guess. Um, I was watching Entertainment Tonight, and they did a whole big segment on how many presenters and receivers of the uh, awards um, had something to say about the Me Too movement or something similar. Um, maybe not Me Too specifically, but something in that similar vein. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was impressed because it was so many male artists 
um, who were coming out in support of women who have been assaulted or harassed or pay inequality or whatever the issue, you know, women, it was just um, very female centric. And um, I just find that interesting. And I don't know, I have, I'm kind of on the fence whether that is progressive or if it sets us back in the fight for sexual assault survivors. I, I'm on the fence about it. But I think overall, because I think we were talking before we were recording, we we're talking about how sensationalized or commercialized um, minimizes in a lot of ways um, women's voices that have been silent for so long and now they're finding their voice and I just think that there are people who are capitalizing on it. And well-intentioned, the movement is well-intentioned and yet it's being misused and abused. And in some ways, that's not good, and but it's not. It's not everybody doing that. It's probably a minority. That it's just it. It's just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, on the people who are capitalizing, on these women's pain. Like what? Like what do you mean capitalizing? Um. We were looking at Amazon and all the products that you can buy to advance the Me Too movement okay. specifically. Okay. Um, that's just one example, though. Um, you can get T-shirts and pens. And, and I just if – you, if you go back and you look at my blog, I have posted something called You Can Take Your Me Too and Shove It. Um, that was not something I wrote. It was a piece that someone else had written that I reblogged. Um, With their permission, I hope. <laughs> I, of course. Of course. Because she knew that I reposted it. Um, and she actually responded back. Um, so, and I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to name her. Because um, it's, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is that it just, I think that, there, that it's being preyed upon. By some people. Yeah, Not I can everybody. see that. Yeah. There's something to be said for it being well-intentioned. Um, it just, I think that it's, it's, you can hammer a cause so much that you become desensitized to it. And I think that's what's happening specifically with the Me Too movement. Um to a, to, to a certain degree. And um, I know that as a sexual su assault survivor, every time I hear a story, and it's, every, it's daily, that somebody else is being accused of sexual impropriety. And I just roll my eyes and go, well, here we go again. And, it's, and I'm glad these women have a voice. Because they haven't, because they've, they've, they've remained silent for so long. And I want them to continue to have a voice. But 
I think it's being, they're being minimalized because of the commercialism and the sensationalized. What we hear about is the more salacious the story, that's what you hear in the media. Yeah. And it's not just mainstream. Oh, it's, no. it's, it's, it's just news in general. The more salacious the accusation, the if more bleeds, you hear it about it. <laughs> and if it's not, if it's not full of drama, you don't hear about it. And it's just, it's really unfortunate. It's just, it's unfortunate. It's been, it's turned into something that it was never intended to be. Yeah, I, I, I can, yeah, I can see that. I mean, come, I mean, coming as, as a man, I mean, with, with this big, dearth of uh of accusations on you know on this celebrity that celebrity you know it's it's kind of tough for me to discern which ones are you know which ones are valid and which which ones they're just looking for their 15 seconds of fame (laughs) i mean it it gets to the point where i want to say okay every man in hollywood is guilty and that is such a cynical attitude well, that that's kind of the way it's been for for like. But it's sort of, it's you know. it's well, we were talking about society and mm-hmm. it's a, a systemic problem, and women have been just as complacent or complicit, excuse me, complicit in creating that problem because they're just they're. It doesn't matter if you're a male or female. It's 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 the problem exists. It affects all of us, man. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I hate to say that. Yeah. But and when we were talking before we were recording, Matthew asked, "Well, what's the answer?" And you know, I don't. What is what what solutions are out there? And is it? It has to go deeper. I think superficial is a very appropriate term. When you see, and just at face value, you see people wearing black or with a hashtag on a Twitter uh, post or mm-hmm. what have you, that's if that's where your involvement in this begins and ends, I think that's a bigger, that says more than actually yeah. acknowledging the problem. Because then it's just a hip and trendy thing to say, oh, I posted this hashtag on uh, on my on my last uh, Twitter post. I'm going to introduce something for context. January 31st in Canada is known as Bell Lex- Let's Talk Day. Mm-hmm. And for every... Uh, there's a certain there's a certain amount of po- of uh, requirements for Bell Media uh, that if they if if a certain if the hashtag Bell Let's Talk is used for sharing a certain message or even just putting it in a, t- a, a, t- a tweet, Bell will Bell will donate five cents to Canadian mental health issues and initiatives in Canada on Bell Let's Talk Day. They raised a. L- <coughs> <coughs> So close. They raised a they raised a lot of money, and five cents adds up. Oh yeah, because you could you if you believe in the cause, 
you can put that you put that on your Twitter feed or you put that on your tweets, and it's still going to something good. It's not just saying, "Hey, this is something hip and trendy." Let's just put this out there and yay, I'm doing right. something hip and trendy. No, that that's uh, that's something that is contributing to the greater good. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking the question: What is what kind of solution for me too can have that type of impact and have that type of effect where it can be something for the greater good for the people who've uh, unfortunately been at the wrong hands of abuse or mis- you know mistreatment and, and then what have you. Is there an equivalent to use social media or use that type of platform at, in the way to bring about something constructive and something positive? Well, say, I mean, kind of take, you can, take the same tack say xyz incorporated decides okay let let's use you know well um uh i i I don't know but set up set up something similar where on a on a certain day um that it's like hashtag i was abused or some or not maybe not maybe not that but i you know had something set up a hashtag sim, similar and you know every everyone that ha, that every post that ha, has that they donate like 5 cents to rain or you know something something like that not everybody knows what rain is right um rain are rape uh, assistance it's it's basically a rape it's a it's a rape hotline or sexual assault hotline. Mm-hmm. Um, or organization that deals with um, survivors and helping them heal. Helps them also, if they're in an abusive relationship, providing a lot of what, like what Blue Bench in Denver, which used to be the rape assistants mm-hmm. and... Oh, I ought to know that. Anyway, um, I used to work <laughs> it, for them. I yeah. should know. Um, anyway, it, it's a... Um, it's R-A-I-N-N. So, right. and I, I'll, I'll uh, after the show, I'll, I'll get a link to their thing and put it in the show notes. Uh, but it's, it's a national program. Right. Um, so something, yeah, I just wanted to... <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for doing that. <laughs> Well, and I know that, like, I've been going to like a uh, a group a group uh, therapy for uh, survivors of childhood sexual assault. Um, do I find it um, helpful for some people? Oh, absolutely, something like that. Um, so you know, it's not going to help everybody. Not everybody. It's not going to be appropriate for everybody. Right. But But it's, it's, it's an actual tangible Mm -hmm. action that actually, that actually does have a practical effect in, in, in the problem where, Mm -hmm. whereas just posting, you know, hashtag me too, or, you know, yeah, I'm participating. And well, and it's kind of like we were looking at, Specifically Amazon, and we're not picking on Amazon. It just happens to be there. Yeah. There, um, where you could get pins. And the more pin lapel pins that you buy, the more you save on shipping. To me, that's that's not You helpful. lose the spirit of yeah. uh, the message. It, it's, it's, hey, for every 
10 pens you buy will donate X amount to, mm-hmm. you know, some organization that helps women. I, I would, I would feel better about that. Um, but that, that there's so much commercializing and it just downplays in my opinion, as a woman and as a woman who is a sexual assault survivor, I just, it's unfortunate that Me Too is turning into something that I don't think it was ever intended to be. Is it becoming something like where you see on social media where it's thoughts and prayers or changing your avatar to have some some th- symbol, whether it's a candle or a, a ribbon or something like that guilty where it's <laughs> <laughs> well, you acknowledge it but that's where it stops right 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 i think that like for me my blog started out as my journey on my mental health issue or my mental health journey whatever you want to call it and it has turned out to be i write about what it was like for me to be sexually assaulted and how I found a way to heal from that. And I hope that, I hope that everybody finds a voice and I hope that they're not silenced by what they may see as trivialization through sensationalizing um, what's in the media. Start a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> so if if for starters yeah exactly <laughs> okay well let's take that a step further if there is something if there is someone that starts a me too podcast is that promoting the sensationalism of the movement or is it actually being an advocate well I, it depends on how they approach it yeah what are their intents because i think that the intentions override any unintended consequences. So if it starts out as uh, something that has a lot of grassroots in women's organizations and uh, uh, abuse advocacy, and then it somehow becomes like, uh, again, not to pick on a- any big box or commercialize, but if like Walmart presents the Me Too podcast, then... Ugh. Well... I think that podcasting, I think any media, a medium, can evolve. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at this podcast. What did we start out mostly dealing with? It was going to be, our intentions were, it was going to be about polyamory. We don't even, we very rarely even talk about polyamory anymore because we've grown out of that. It's turned into something else. So I think that, I think it's all in the presentation. Well, and I, I mentioned podcasts because you can, you can actually get very contextual where, where there's, there's actually, there's, there's, there's denseness, there's texture to it. And there it's, it's more than just, 
you know words on a page to, exactly yeah. and and you can do it where you inter- interview people that have, you know I, I don't know there there's there's a lot of room to play with podcasts where you can actually affect you know sincerely affect pe- people's lives i hope somebody out there does start a me too podcast if that's where their drive is where they're what they want to do um, if they want to share their story, um, I hope that everybody would find a good platform, a safe platform in which to do that and to find a voice, whatever direction that is for them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's it's in this particular topic or whatever, just that, I mean... I... It's kind of like when I did my blogging, when I, when I blog, I, I don't blog for my audience, I blog for myself, and I hope that what I have to say helps somebody. That, yeah, that, that's re- that's really all you can do when you you know create content and put so, it out there. I think it's all in the presentation because I could see it being a circus. Oh yeah, three-ring circus, and yet I can also see it being very helpful for somebody. So I don't think you can. I don't think that there's one way. No. And I don't think there's one solution either. Whatever the solution mm-hmm. is, we haven't right. found a happy medium to advance. Well, what's what works for me isn't going to work for somebody else necessarily. So, I don't I don't I don't think that um I have all the answers. In fact, I know I don't. So, I'm not sure any of us do. <laughs> I hope not, because once you have all the answers, you pretty much have... You can't grow. Yeah. You can't grow. Yeah, exactly. You, then you can't learn. Then you can't evolve. Exactly. Right. And then you're just stagnant. Which means you're not really living. <laughs> you're existing. Yeah. Boy, that was deep. <laughs> Existence is futile. <laughs> and yeah. Well, maybe resistance is futile, but you know, I don't think existence is. Well, it's well, one thing I to exist. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> and then there's another I, I, thing I, to live. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, just uh, I mean, re- I, again, regar- regardless of kind of get, getting away from the topic that we were talking about, I mean, I, I've, I'm always I've was a staunch proponent of someone starting a podcast, even if it's just you and you know your your sibling or you and your significant other, even if it's just you talking to each other and you don't post it, I would, I would suggest, you know, I would, I would suggest start starting, starting there because just that, I mean, cause there are very few social interactions in, in which people are always are, they block out time in which they're totally focused on each other. I mean, like you, you, I mean, at least what I, what I find, you know, every, like, every, like, ten, maybe five, ten minutes, someone's check, checking on their phone and, you know, and then going, you know, and then going back into some conversation halfway through and that, you know, and so there's no, at least, you know, with a puck, I mean, we're the, you're, you're totally, 
you're you're totally clued in on what the other person is saying and totally engaged in the in the conversation. That act in and of itself, I I think, really do, does things for um, people that we don't. You know, they they definitely have unintended consequences that we don't uh, see uh, until later on down the road. But um, just uh, j- just knowing that you you know you're. You're you're putting out what you want to put put out, and you know that it your your voice is kind of quote unquote in in the marketplace. I've seen that improve even even in just small doses, because I know we're not a huge podcast. <laughs> so I, I know we have a very small niche of pe- people that listen to us, and again, I really we appreciate thank you. you. Yes, we thank you. But um, just knowing, I mean, it's I, I've seen I've seen it ch- change change lives. So that that even if it's something silly and dopey, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> so. Anyway, now having said that, <laughs> go ahead and wrap, wrap this up. Whoa, that's a little bit loud. There we go. So again, thank thank you for listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate you uh, every time you uh, download one of our episodes. Um, we do appreciate any feedback. So please comment using the channels found on the contact page at hovpodcast.net. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or TuneIn.